Hey guys, welcome to a special bonus episode of the Mill Spouse Mastermind Show. I'm popping in your ears this week because I had this idea on my heart. And to be honest, it's been on my heart for a few weeks, but I just kind of let it sit there. And then I started thinking about you and what you're going through right now and what you need. And I decided we need to talk about this one thing. This is the number one thing that you need to know about PCSing that no one is talking about. So let's talk about what that is and how you can start implementing it in your life today. Are you tired of putting your own dreams and plans on hold? Do you feel stuck waiting for some future season to chase your dreams? You, my friend, were made for more. More than the managing of schedules, keeping up with kiddos, and holding down the home front. Hi, I'm Christine, a military spouse of over 10 years, mom of littles, and coffee connoisseur. I'm here to help you navigate life as a military spouse, get unstuck, and craft a life with purpose. You have something valuable to offer, and when you pursue the things that light your heart on fire, you trade frustration for fulfillment and isolation for a life of impact. It's time to discover who you are meant to be because together we can change the world. This episode is going to be so helpful if you are new to the military, you have not done a whole lot of PCSs, or it's been a long time since you did a PCS, but honestly, this information is so valuable for everybody. I'm going to talk about my struggles with my last PCS, and as somebody who moves every couple of years, you would think I would know what I'm doing by now and stop making some of these mistakes. But the truth is that we all continue to learn. Every PCS is is different. It has different challenges. And I think this is something that I learned last year and I've kind of alluded to a few times on the show, but I really felt like it was important to share my story and my experience and really help bring about the conversation of why we don't talk enough about the mental health, physical health, what PCS does to us as people and what we can do to help set ourselves up for success. Not just for success for our stuff, making it from point A to point B, but for us to get there as healthy and whole people. So before we dive in to this topic of what you need to know about PCSing and taking care of yourself along the way, I want to remind you that you have just a few days left to get entered in the drawing to win Christy Kinnison's book, What If I Name Her Grace, all about the journey of trading guilt for God's grace as a military spouse. So all you have to do is join our free Facebook community, millspousemastermind.com forward slash community, or head over and leave us a review on iTunes. You'll get five bonus entries to win. Um, I would love for you to share what you have experienced in this community, what you have learned through the podcast, and what topics you want us to continue to talk about because I know that when you leave reviews that helps me know what to talk about. It helps other people to find it and it just makes an impact on the military spouse community as a whole. So thank you for those of you who have left reviews. If you are planning to do so, please do so before Monday night. That is when this contest ends and you will be entered to win a copy of Chrissy Keniston's new book. Okay. Here's the deal. So it's summer, which means it's PCS season 
for so many military families. And to be honest, this is the first summer that I have not either had a PCS or a baby at home. It's really the first time in many years that I'm getting a true summer. So it's a little weird to be talking about PCSing when I'm not actually doing it, but I know that having that perspective of not being in the middle of it gives me a greater look at what is going on as a whole for military families and how can I speak truth and life into that. This year is a crazy year for PCSing, partly because of the housing market and the rental prices and partly because of the issues with moving companies, having enough workers, finding drivers, getting all of your stuff from point A to point B. It's just super complicated this summer and so many families are struggling. But when I look around at people that are going through PCSs, people who are talking about how to prepare for a PCS, how to get through your PCS, what you need to do. Here's the thing. Most people are focused on how you get your stuff from point A to point B. There are so many great resources out there for military families. There are so many other military spouses who are providing quality content related to, hey, here's some checklists that you can follow. Here's labels that you can use. Here's signs you can use. Here's your list of what you need to do. Here's your PCS binder. And it's all good stuff, but it can be overwhelming. If you went in and followed everybody's guidance on everything you need to do to prepare for and execute a PCS, it's a lot. And you can spend hours upon hours upon hours trying to prepare for all the things that could possibly go wrong. And spoiler alert, something is probably going to go wrong. Now, I've only had five official PCSs, I think, but I've been through enough PCSs at this point to know that something is probably going to go wrong. Something might get scratched, might get broken, might not go according to your timeline, your orders might get changed. There's so many things that could happen. You might be without your stuff for a lot longer than you think you will be. I mean, there's just a lot. And we can do our best to prepare, but at some point we have to stop worrying about everything that could go wrong with our stuff and focus on making sure that ourselves are being taken care of. Because that's the thing that nobody really talks about when it comes to preparing for a PCS. We talk about how to care for our stuff and we talk about how to prepare our kids to move. We talk about how to make friends for them, how to get them enrolled in schools, how to do all the things to set up a home. But we forget that major piece and that's taking care of ourselves, of our family, of our mental, physical, and emotional well-being. So that's what I want to focus on today how you can prepare yourself and make sure that you are taking care of yourself in the middle of your PCS so you don't end up like me. Having now had the worst PCS ever, and I thought I'd been through a lot of different PCSs, but what I learned last summer was that I didn't prepare to take care of myself and I paid for it. So let me talk about what not to do and then I'll give you give you some tips for how you can take care of yourself and your well-being through your PCS season. So 
my cautionary tale begins roughly around, well, really January of last year, 2020, when I started prepping for the PCS that I knew was supposed to come down the pipeline. We hadn't gotten orders or any kind of confirmation yet, but we knew it was probably coming, and so I started getting the house ready to put on the market. And so I had this whole plan for all the things I was going to do over the next six months to sell the house, put it on the market, get it sold, and get our stuff out the door and ready to go for our PCS. Well, I stressed myself out trying to get the house ready to put on the market. And the week that I put it on the market is when COVID really came to light in the US. They shut everything down. And then our house just sat on the market for months while people decided whether they wanted to go look at houses or not. And, you know, the kids were home from preschool and 24 seven and trying to keep the house clean and having strangers walk through our home and not knowing what was going on with the virus and trying to work from home and all the things. And so while I was used to stressful PCSs, this had so much more stress over a sustained period of time. And what I didn't realize was what it was doing to my health. I'd said for several years that stress affects our bodies because all the systems of our bodies are connected. But I really took it for granted that my body would just be able to deal with all the added stress. And a lot of my normal stress release outlets were unavailable to me because of COVID. I stopped going and getting a pedicure. I stopped going to the chiropractor. I stopped getting massages. I stopped going out and having time without my kids. Like all the things I was used to doing to help myself manage my stress level, I stopped doing. And I had all this extra stress coming in for a sustained period of time. And PCSing is stressful in and of itself. And so what eventually happened is the week before the movers are scheduled to show up, I have all this stuff that needs to get done because we have an overseas PCS, which is our first overseas PCS, which is way more complicated, in the middle of COVID. And we got last minute orders. We have three different shipments to three different locations that are all happening in a span of three days. And we have to be out of our house that day because we're closing our house. The new owners are coming in and starting to move in that same day that we have shipments being picked up. It was insane. And the week before that, I ended up so sick and fatigued in bed. I literally could not get out of bed. And I was like, what is going on with me, with my body? Like my body is literally falling apart. My anxiety is through the roof. I thought there was something wrong. I had pneumonia or something. I was like, my chest hurts. Do a chest x-ray, figure out what in the world is going on with me. I can't get out of bed. I have a low grade fever. I have all this chest pain. It will not go away. And to make a long story short, All of that was because of my stress level. There was nothing wrong with my chest other than because I was so stressed, I was feeling physically fatigued. The only thing that was wrong with me was that I had super low vitamin D levels, but my body was literally reacting to all of the stress and anxiety that I had let myself get to that negative point. And so that's why I say I do not want that for anyone else. And I'm sharing my story with the hope that it will help you remember that you cannot sacrifice your self-care. You cannot forget to take care of yourself because you're so worried about taking care of stuff. Stuff is just stuff. Stuff will either make it to point B or it will not. You know, 
you can replace stuff. You only get one of you. So it is so important to take care of yourself. And so as I was like trying to prepare for this PCS, I'm stuck in bed. Like I go to the doctor and I'm like, what in the world is wrong with me? And the nurse is like, well, you're just not taking care of your stress level. You need a better way to manage it. I'm like, well, that's a great thought, except that I don't know how to do that in this season. And so that's why I say it's so important to have strategies that release our stress. So if you have additional stress coming in, because we all are going to have stress coming in in a PCS, there's no way to avoid all of that extra stress, that anxiety, that worry that can easily creep in about all the things going wrong. You're, you're, away from your bed for multiple nights, sometimes multiple weeks, and you're not sleeping as well, you're not eating as well because you're on the road, you know, your kids aren't on their schedule, and all these things are negatively affecting ourselves and our bodies. So what can we do? Number one, make sure you have outlets to release your stress. If it comes down to do I work on you know making sure all my boxes are labeled or do I just go for a walk around the block always choose the walk around the block make sure you are doing something to release that stress sometimes it's just a matter of taking 10 minutes to do a meditation to pray to do whatever it is that just helps your body take a step back not think about what needs to happen and just do something that feeds your soul, that fills you with life. So what is it for you that will help you release your stress? It can be super simple. It's just a matter of like moving your body or fueling it with the right foods or something that you can do to help your body release stress. Number two, just remember that self-care is not selfish, that you need to make your Caring for yourself, for the health, your mental, emotional, physical health, a priority in your life, even in the middle of PCS season. We talked, I'll I'll look up the episode and link it in the show notes, but a couple of months ago, I talked about how you can stay the course during PCS and not let a PCS knock you off your game when it comes to your goals and whether those be health and fitness goals or whether they just be personal goals or business goals or whatever, but you can stay on track for your goals. But even more than that is just caring for yourself, for your body, for who you are as a person. Way more important than stuff. It's not selfish. It's what you need to be able to navigate this season and help your family navigate this season and set yourself up, your family up for the long run. The third thing you can do is acknowledge the heart and look for the learning points. Let's be honest, sometimes life sucks. There are seasons, there are events that we go through that are just hard. It doesn't do any good to ignore our negative emotions or pretend like they don't exist. So what we have to do is acknowledge what it is that we are feeling, but then separate the feeling from an action or a response. There's a thought that happens between what we feel and what we do with what we feel. And what determines our action is that thought about the feeling. I don't know if that makes sense, but there's, it's like a light light switch. In the middle, you know, the trigger is the event itself. And based on the event, you're going to have a feeling. But what happens is the feeling doesn't necessarily dictate 
your response, your thought about the event does. And so you can say, hey, I feel really frustrated right now. I feel angry. I feel whatever that feeling is. But how am I going to choose to respond to this situation? So we have to choose. Step two is to choose what to do with that feeling. Do we just acknowledge the fact that we feel that way and let it go? Is it something that we need to work on changing our feeling about the situation? Or is it an indicator that something deeper is wrong, that we're struggling in a deeper way? And then the third part of that is just looking for what we can learn from a given situation. Hey, you know, this happened, I felt this way, but I can choose a more protective response and then reflect on that experience and say, what can I learn from the situation that we went to? Because personal growth is not always easy or quick, but guys, as military spouses, we have so many situations that allow us to grow as individuals much quicker and much faster than a lot of other people because we are put in these situations that force us out of our comfort zone, that force us into difficult situations that we can either just suffer for or we can grow through. And so the choice is ours of what we want that situation to bring to us. What do we want to do with this situation that we feel like is causing us suffering? Do we choose to learn and grow and find meaning from that? Or do we treat it as a victim? Like this thing happened to me, my life sucks. It's a choice and that choice is ours to take agency of our life and to choose to learn and grow through our circumstances. So, and then take things one day at a time. Focus on what you can control, what you can get done on that day, and then let the rest go. Because in the end, what happens is what happens. And what matters most is that you cared for the things that really matter in life. Who you are, your family, your relationships, um, and not your stuff. So do what you can. Don't worry about the rest. And then I guess the last thing that I would say, and this is not so much a tip as it just is an acknowledgement of reality. If you get to that place where you allow yourself to get too stressed, if you get to that place that is um, just overwhelming to you and where your health starts to physically suffer. I understand. I've been there. I've let myself get to that place. And it is possible to get out of it. It is not always a great place to be and it can take weeks and months and you know, sometimes even years to rebuild our health and get us back to that place of health and vitality and meaning and purpose and where we want to be. So if you have stepped into that place where it is affecting your mental and emotional physical health, do what you need to do to get help, to get you back to that place of health. So if you're feeling frustrated that you didn't take care of yourself, that you're not feeling, you know, you know you're not where you need to be and you're struggling with your health, be it mentally, physically, emotionally, whatever it is. Like, I understand I've been there three months. Well, so we were doing Oconus PCS, which means I got really sick right when we our stuff got picked up. And then three months later, when our stuff got delivered, I got super stressed again, I guess. I didn't realize that I was stressed, but developed a horrible sh- case of shingles, which is super, super painful and can be brought on by stress. So apparently my body was still not processing 
things correctly, I was still dealing with stress, even though I had taken steps to try to mitigate my stress, to try to help myself move towards that place of health. It's a long process once your body is out of whack. So it's a daily process of just continuing to show up, do what you can, and then give yourself grace and let each day just happen and do the best that you can for that day. And sometimes that means reaching out to somebody that can give you more intensive support, whether that is through a counselor or through your chaplain, through um, the free counseling offered through MFLAC. I'm not sure what that's called in all the different branches, but there's sometimes some free counseling short-term options on base. You can go to company online like betterhelp.com. Sometimes it might be even seeing a mental health professional. Get the help and support that you need and just give yourself grace. Let the process happen. It happens. We let ourselves get to this place. But if you are not already there, the number one thing I can tell you about your PCS is to make sure that you are properly caring for yourself. I hope this was meaningful and helped you in some way. If you are going through a PCS this summer, pop into our Facebook group. Let us know if you've already moved, where you're moving, what has been the most stressful part of your move and what you have done to help mitigate your stress in this season. Let's share ideas, support each other, encourage one another, and just remind ourselves that we are not alone. There are so many other people who are going through difficult situations just like us and we can be there for each other. Don't forget, you can enter to win a free copy of Christy Kennison's book, What If I Name Her Grace, simply by joining the Mill Spouse Mastermind free Facebook community, millspousemastermind.com forward slash community, or do a search in Facebook for the Mill Spouse Mastermind community. You can also get five bonus entries simply by leaving us a review on iTunes. And the fastest way to get there is millspousemastermind.com forward slash show. I can't wait to read what you write until next week. May you live filled, fueled, and full of joy. Hey friend, before you go, the Mill Spouse Mastermind community is here to help you thrive as a military spouse. Figure out what lights your heart on fire and equip you to create a life of impact. You can have an incredible impact simply by heading over to iTunes to subscribe and leave a review. And if today's episode was meaningful to you, I know it will be for others too. Spread the word by taking a screenshot of this episode and share it to your stories so we can continue to reach more people, change more lives, and shift the way that military spouses look at life. Because we are better together, and together we can change the world. Let's do it.